Hey. Hi. We're starting. We are starting. <laughs> this is the sh- this is the show now. We're in it. Um. Hi. Welcome back to Please Consume Responsibly, the media consumption show where we talk about the media that we consume responsibly. Maybe. That's it. Over the last. Over week. the last week. But now it's over the last. <laughs> Actually, it's over the last three weeks. Yes. We're all kajibble jobbled. But yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. We're going to be talking about the media that we've consumed responsibly, yes. maybe over the last over the two last, weeks. Uh, interval of time. Yeah. So really whatever. Yeah. But um, <coughs> here we are. It's our first episode of season three. First episode of 2020. It's the, it is 2020. It's yeah. a new year, yeah. new me, new school, new oh, baby. I pool. had a joke for this. Hold on. Oh, okay. New year, new P. Oddcast. Thanks. I put it in my notes for that, so. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Because <laughs> um, I couldn't even get a fake laugh out yeah, for that so one. So <laughs> it's, been, it's been two weeks since the last episode, and it's actually been over three weeks since we recorded last. Yes. We've had Christmas. We've had New Year's. Yes. We've had some trips. We've had some cheese. We've had a, some cheese. We've, we've had a lot going on. We've had a lot of wine. We've had a lot going on. I have consumed so much stuff so have i in the We've, last three weeks yeah we did a lot of relaxing chillaxing yeah. i haven't really watched that much stuff like i the last week before christmas right i had so much work right i worked on eight or nine videos throughout the whole <laughs> right. week yeah, yeah, yeah. i was working like at my day job during the day as you would assume and then during the nighttime, i was like at my desk all the time yeah so i wasn't really doing a lot of working watching. hard or hardly working <laughs> um, that's what i say so um really christmas and new year's was just like catching up you know because i had a whole week where i didn't watch anything or listen to anything i didn't right. listen to any podcast right so didn't listen to the cut because it's over now oh my god i'm so sad <sighs> yeah so that that hot cut recommendation last last episode is I mean, still, still accurate. Go, go back and listen to the backlog. That's there are some what I've really, been, really good episodes in there. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been going back and listening from the beginning. Yeah, and it's really, it's it's still really good. And yeah. their story, like the way they tell their stories, mm-hmm. isn't that different. And you can't, because like one of my least favorite things is like finding a good piece of content, yeah. like whether it be a YouTube channel or a podcast or like what it, whatever it be. And then catching up on all the newer things and then yeah. going back and having it like look or like sound really bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like that's not what I came there right. for, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I know that there's like a level of like that is expected, but thankfully it's not like that with the cut because yeah. they are the from was... the New York magazine and they're just like, they got their stuff together. Yeah. And it was only a year. They only yeah. went from, from last December to this December. Yeah. But or last was, October, maybe. It was every week, right? Uh, yeah. Every week, so. every, every Tuesday. And then uh, they were doing every Thursday, every Thursday for a while, they were doing uh, how we get it done. Oh, yeah. Or yeah how yeah. they get it done about specific women and how they get do it done. their professional lives yeah. and personal lives and stuff. While also like one of them was a, a an overseas journalist with, I think, uh, a kid and a husband and they live in New York, but she's in like Afghanistan a lot. Anyway, the cut is good and it's over, but you should go back and listen to every episode because yeah. they're really, really great. It's upsetting that it's over, but yeah, it's a bummer, but you know, bigger and bigger and better things for, for Molly Fisher, hopefully. Yeah. Tara, I'm... something real big happened also. Uh-huh. What? Okay. So, um, I had the best Christmas present ever to myself and um, thank you for my parents and AJ for also being there and helping me along with this. Yeah. But um, Saturday, the 28th, right after Christmas, I got 
a 2005 Honda CRV. Your dream car. My absolute dream car is in the parking lot as we speak. <laughs> yeah. She's got her registration. She's got her insurance. She's got her titles. She's got the tags. She's yeah. all, she's mine almost. I mean, it's the banks, but like she yeah. is, al- <laughs> she's mine. And like. Congrats. It's. It's very cool. If, I wish that was a piece of media because that would that would be all that I was talking about today. Yeah. This is my first car. <laughs> this is the, my dream car. Right. And she is under 100,000 miles. And if you know anything yeah. about Honda CRVs, it's that they go over 200,000 miles. That's their lifespan. Yeah. You know? They're <sighs> good. They're, they're, they're good little, little, little cars. She's blue. Yeah. She's, she shimmers. The year you wanted. It was, she glows. Yeah. Let me tell you, in the sunshine. Because like <laughs> when we got her, it was like very, it was very, um, it yeah. was very dreary. So she just like looked very dark. And, you know, the other day, yesterday, I went out to lunch and I, um, Jacqueline and I went to lunch. Hi, Jack. Um, we were sitting at this booth that was positioned right next to where I parked. Oh, nice. And the sun was shining on it. And she just looked amazing. Um, so everybody's been asking me what her name is. Yeah. And I finally have decided. <laughs> so. Okay. Usually in my family, and I think in your family too, we just talk, we address cars as what their uh, model is. Yeah, so like, naming the cars were never a thing. In yeah, my so house. like, oh, that's the van, yeah. or like, I'm taking the cruise, or I'm yeah. taking the Lumina. Like, right. you just say the make and the model. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to keep that tradition going, and I'm going to be calling it my CRV. Yeah. But that is short for um, keep. Roe v. Wade. (laughs) Keep with a C. Keep with a C. V. Wade is one word. (laughs) Yeah. V. Wade is one word. So keep with a C. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. Um, And that's her name. Very, very hot. Very political. Yeah. It's a very like subtle nod to like because like i don't want to trick her out with too many stickers and i think like (laughs) if somebody asks me what her name is they will understand that it's like bernie elizabeth warren 2020 Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like i don't the only sticker i have is william patterson and that's really all we need we love a minimalist so anyway that's the coolest thing that's ever happened to me yeah so thanks for being a part of that and everybody everybody is also understanding and listening to my the coolest thing that's ever happened to me yeah very cool um, I also had a lot of work to do, but mm-hmm. I did mine all on Christmas week. <laughs> <laughs> I finished it, uh, this past Wednesday. So I finished it on New Year's Day. <laughs> now, <laughs> was that I was saw. for one show. Yeah, I had, now, how uh, many hours of I audio? I over, okay, well, the hours of audio were about 15. It's about 15 unedited. hours of audio unedited for two episodes of a podcast. <laughs> Um, edited that down to just under nine hours for one episode and a little over four hours for the other episode. Um, the show I'm talking, it's Into the Aether, did their Game of the Decade and their Game of the Year. And Game of the Year is usually a, a pretty long one because they talk about every game that came out in the year and they figure out what their top five are individually and then they make a list together. Uh, but Game of the Decade, they went through their top ten, or no, it wasn't even top ten, it was just whatever games that they liked through the decade and then out of all of those games, they each picked five. And that was recorded right here in this living room the that game of we the, recorded. The Game of the Year episode was. The Game of the Decade episode, they, they recorded it over, over like a One month. One of them. Yeah. Was, they were here yeah. from 11 a.m., yeah. right, to like 6 p.m.? To like 6, yeah. It was a great time. That, that, that granted was, us this current mic setup. Yes. We are in the living room. We are. I have. Cozed up. I'm in the Ikea reclining chair. Yeah. I got that swivel arm. Yeah. Um, I got my my cozy blanket. I got my feet up. I can see everything. Yeah. It's so, it's bright down here. There's We're there's comfortable. there's no 
Okay. other setup that we're ever going to do so welcome to the living room permanently forever yeah welcome to the living room uh there are mics in here now yeah. so that's it adds <laughs> that's to the, the decor yeah well now we just need to add some uh baffling to the decor some hmm? some baffling some stuff to, to soak up the sound <gasps> that's baffling baffling <laughs> oh do you get it yeah no i get it i'm baffled um, okay yeah so uh <laughs> Who goes you first? went first last week oh i thought we were gonna rock paper scissors we're gonna do it every week i don't know when just when i forget which is every week okay rock paper scissors shoot all right uh i go first because <laughs> we both pick scissors and i get to choose that i go first so um i like i said consumed a lot of media yeah uh, over these past three weeks podcasts movies tv uh just so much stuff but what's your main dish my main dish yeah thank you for asking mm-hmm. i appreciate the ask uh, my main dish is heavyweight from Gimlet, another Gimlet oh. podcast. So Heavyweight is Jonathan Goldstein, uh, a Canadian uh, radio journalist. He's been in the industry for a while. And basically the conceit of the show is that he helps people finish their unfinished business. Yes, I think I've heard a few episodes. You recommended yes, it to me like you, two years ago. Yeah, you definitely listened to at least the first two, I think, of the first season. They, they just finished up their third season and they're very short seasons. They're like seven or eight episodes each. Every episode is like between 30 to an hour long, depending on how deep this unfinished business goes. And like the day after we recorded our best of the year episode Mm -hmm. the episode called the marshes came out um and it's just about this family that figures out that they have an an older sibling that their parents put up for adoption three years before any of the current siblings were born so there's there's i think it's uh two brothers and a sister and then their missing sister of like 50 years 50 years a really really long time oh my god um and it really just follows it it follows them trying to get in contact Uh with the estranged daughter um for the sake of of their mother Mm -hmm. who is very very reserved and very secretive and and like has kept it in for a while and she said she's wanted to tell them for a really long time and she never really did and then all of a sudden it just kind of came out one day and then it was like a whole blow up with the family and you know, it, it, it's wild. It's, it's a really, really wild ride. And I think the, the most interesting part about this is that, uh, to me at least the show has been going for three years mm-hmm. and this story had to have been going for at least two and a half. Oh, right. Two okay. Two and a half years. So like they, 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 uh, he, Jonathan interviews the family and then they are like, okay, we have a letter that, you know, we're going to send this out to the, to the, the adoption agency to the the daughter and we'll see what happens and then, and then for the next like couple of minutes jonathan's like and then i didn't hear back from them for one month two months six months a year like they just didn't have any contact for over oh, a year no. so between all that that year of of radio silence and then just all of the 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 time of research and stuff it had to have been at least a two-year project oh my God. um it's wild it's it's it so, so interesting so good uh, it made me cry. It usually does make me cry. Even the first episode of the first season mm-hmm. uh, is two brothers, I think, uh, and they're they're older now. Yeah, I gotta uh, get back into it. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's a really really heavy weight show. <laughs> yeah, it's a really heavy weight. Um, but Jonathan is a very funny man. 
uh, extremely dry sense of humor, especially in the way he writes his scripts and stuff. It's just really, really great. And every episode starts with him calling his friend who is a, a doctor or something. And he just like, it, it starts with a dial tone and then you hear her pick up and, and then he just asks her like a random question. Um, and, she, and she knows that like, oh, this is for the intro to the show. And it's just like, I don't have time for this right now. Can we, can we do this another time? And he'll just like keep going with his train of thought of like whatever the question was. And she's like, I, I have to go. I have to go. And she'll just hang up. And that's how the show starts. And it's, it's really, really good. It's a different phone call every time. It's so, so funny. That's funny. Um, so yeah, Heavyweight by Gimlet. It's extremely good. The, the finale of this season is called, uh, her, it's, it's a it's French name. Mary Claude. <laughs> Ma- Mary Claude is what they call her without the bad french accent <laughs> and that is an extreme it's an extremely extremely good episode about a, a, a mom who just wants to get her realtor's license but there's much more to it than that obviously so yeah heavyweight by gimlet a lot of gimlet a lot of gimlet Gimlet's making good good stuff yeah they make good stuff speaking of speaking of i this is just a honorable mention this is not my yeah, main sure. dish or a side dish oh or yeah, yeah yeah i know what it is. i listened to all of mother hacker yes. that was a recommendation from that was my best podcast of the year yeah it with good good reason it was so good i listened to i told you i i listened to the to the best of the year uh recently this week yeah and you were very indignant when you <laughs> i was like oh i haven't really talked about it a lot and you were like what i was like it must not be like what the, <laughs> like i didn't understand and now yeah. i get it and yeah so that i i second that it's yeah. very good it's really good um that i mean the cut is still probably my favorite of the year but like that are came, different shows if i listened to mother hacker before we f- recorded the best of the year yeah that could have also been mine like easily it was really really good i was so into it i listened to it in one afternoon (laughs) which i wish i had more willpower to just like leave it and listen to it later so well that's how they released that's how they released it. i think they released it all at once oh really um they've started doing that with all their narrative stuff over the past couple years yeah cool makes it really bingeable really real listenable yeah digestible yeah yum 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 uh i thought you were gonna say sandra oh we another, listen to that too another another gimlet honorable mention God. narrative if yeah. you have if you are starting to get into podcasts which great for coming here first yeah um definitely <laughs> dive into gimlet that's like a really yeah gimlet has a lot of great shows a lot of variety and show yeah uh of interests and stuff and yeah, you know they really even good. have a they have a two-minute podcast no i think that's wnyc actually wnyc has a two-minute show about brushing your teeth no that's gimlet it too. is gimlet yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i it's, heard it on the cut they yeah. played an episode of it yeah it's for kids it's for kids but well, also i would also, listen to yeah, it <laughs> it's, it's just to keep track of how long you brush your teeth and it's, it's like, like a two minute story every here's, time here's a story about world war ii start brushing now and then, <laughs> yeah. and then you do it and then once the story's over you're done brushing it's, yeah. it's great and in the middle of it it's like make sure you get your top row yeah. <laughs> something like that it's so it's so good yeah so heavyweight was my thing. Yeah, <laughs> and then all the other game recommendations were also really good. Yeah. So um, you want to take a break? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's take a break. We'll get back to your thing. Uh, I'm going to go find my long lost sibling and send an email that I've been meaning to send for three years. Thanks for the help. Uh-huh. Bye. <laughs> right around my lips, right on my fingertips, right We're back. It's, hey. it's good to be here. Uh, AJ has another sibling yeah. we didn't know about. Yeah, so his that's name cool. is Aslan. It's not because I just looked at that collection of the Chronicles of Narnia. That's their very much like their real name. They sound lovely. What's your main dish? Okay, um, so to no surprise, 
It is the album Fine Line by Harry Styles. Yeah. Yep. Um, you snuck a peek at my notes no but i didn't also, you I, probably could have guessed you it. started you started humming it while i was getting the recording ready here's the thing i've been <laughs> dropping little easter eggs about yeah. harry styles that that is going to be my main dish i have not caught on i put it one in an instagram story for everybody else to hear mm. i was humming it earlier on purpose cool. i also put cuckoo just well, I earlier that, yeah. i it's been harry all along yeah is what i'm saying yeah so it's harry all the way down so is that john green no, that I, John Green has turtles all the way down. Like that. Yeah, but that's not John Green didn't come up with that idea. Anyway, so here's the thing: I love Harry Styles. Yes, and I am a fool. Oh, Boo Boo McFools. <laughs> boo Boo the fool. <laughs> what is? It's not Boo Boo McFools. No, it's Boo Boo anyway, the fool. Catch me applying my clown makeup. Sixteen-year-old me getting a Liam Payne <laughs> cardboard cutout and not a Harry cardboard cutout. He wasn't even my second choice. Is the thing Niall was yeah. my second choice. Yeah. But here's the thing: I knew all along. If you didn't catch on, I was a One Direction stan. Mm-hmm. Harry and Zayn were the most talented <laughs> through and through, and I just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. I just didn't want to talk about it at yeah. all. Um. So Zayn, where you at? Um. Liam sucks. Because he's just like gross and stupid. Mm. And Louis is just like bad at singing. Yeah. And Niall is trying. Niall's so sweet. But goddamn, nobody can touch Harry Styles. Yeah, Harry That's the is thing. a fucking so, rocker. Like, okay. you showed me a video that popped up on your Twitter of One Direction's first performance on X Factor. <laughs> and it was tragic. It was so bad. And so, like, it's really nice to see that they've all bounced back a, at least a little bit, yeah. especially Harry and Zane. Yeah. So I obviously when Harry had his first debut album, I got very excited because he was a mom, like a member of One Direction and I was trying to support all the boys all at once. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I was really excited for Harry's because like you could see the progression of bad pop manufactured bad music from their first album yeah. to their last album, which really wasn't that bad. And it was mm-hmm. actually really nice. Um, and there are still songs that I listen to from those last two albums. But I was really excited because I felt like Harry had more potential to be like good, yeah. actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he, it was good. The first album was great. Yeah, his first album was great. But I never really like connected with it or like mm. got into it. It wasn't. It didn't have a lot of bops on it. No, it was just a good album. It was. It was an album, and it was nice. Yeah. So he started releasing his singles for this upcoming album, his sophomore album, Fine Line. And boy, oh boy, was I yeah into it yeah i caught on the train like real last minute because i was like well it's just gonna be like another one of his first albums but no 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 how right. silly am i to also get a cardboard cut out of liam and also <laughs> just like you know liam more like lame you know what i'm saying Hello. um so i was really excited when he started releasing these singles like watermelon sugar and mm. lights up mm-hmm. and like that was really nice mm-hmm. and i stayed up and watched him on snl mm-hmm. which is like just a testament to how much I like a person if I watch them on SNL, if I stay up that late on a Saturday night because I'm old and stupid and like I don't want to stay up that late. Right. And I did. I watched them on SNL and it was great. Also, I forgot to say, I have a little note here. I want to make a shout out to Julie. You know, Julie, stay dopey. She's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She listens and we are still friends. Sorry, 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 sorry. There's no way it's stay dopey. It's stay dopey. No, it's it's not stay dope. Stay dopey. I don't know, Julie. You tell me. (laughs) <laughs> it's absolutely stay dope. Oh no! <laughs> McFool. She said it again. Oh <laughs> man! 
anyway. That's the title of the episode, Boo Boo McFool. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Julie. We, Julie and I became friends on Twitter through One Direction and Teen Wolf. Oh. So this is like a little, a little nod to her that we're talking about One Direction. She's been listening. She always sends me vegan recipes. She's just such a gem. Yeah. She's so dopey. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just want to shout that out real quick. Um, <sighs> So I was really into this, these singles that he was releasing and I was like hyped up for the album release and boy, was I right. It was, it's just like, it's unlike his first one in that there's a lot of bops and there's a lot of like slow, slow burns on there. Yeah. Um, so like, it's very well crafted. Yes. Yeah. It's very artistic. Mm -hmm. Um, he's kind of stepping out of his comfort zone a little bit. Yeah. He's coming into his own as an an artist taking Um, some risks and stuff. So like I hear some Fleetwood Mac in there a lot. Mm-hmm. I hear some Sufjan Stevens. Sufjan, yeah, this is that like whiny guitar. Yeah, there's yeah. some Pink Floyd even, and like yeah. Hootie the Blowfish. It's some just Simon like, and Garfunkel. It's like all vibes. over the place. Yeah, and it's, it's just a lot like of... it's very 70s and 80s, and it's yeah. just like and power Steve. pop. It's just yes. it's so good. It's so good. Um, there's a article with Rolling Stones, an interview that he did with Rolling Stones, um, where he was talking about like his musical influences and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah. He said that what really inspired this album was an interview with David Bowie that he saw. Yes. Where David Bowie says, always go a little further into the water than what you feel you're capable of being in. Go a little bit out of your depth. When you don't feel that your feet are quite touching the bottom, you're just about in the right place to do something exciting. Yeah. So I think that he's trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I, um, I read the Pitchfork uh, yeah, me too. review and it was like, this seems like it just seems like Harry's never going to make a David Bowie album or something. Yeah. If they said like, it didn't it didn't read it, it read more like someone who's afraid that they're never going to be as good as David. Bowie. Yes. Which like, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. I don't yeah, like to no, look. It's a great time. And the, I, Pitchfork liked it, too. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah, they did. It. But it like, like that was their last sentence was like, yeah, he's yeah, never yeah. going to be David. Like something like that. Yeah. But like I never try to go that deep into an album. I just like know if I like it or not. And it's really rare that I found or I find like a pop album right that i like every song on yeah especially from like a heavy hitter like a like a pop star yeah like a radio of. yeah yeah so like i didn't expect that to for me to like an album as much as i like harry styles album because he is really from like such a manufactured place of mm-hmm. like boy band yeah and, like, absolutely because like the boy boy bands could be so so hit or miss like one direction yeah. and the jonas brothers were like good and had actual music i want to say but mm-hmm. like big time rush and like all the other gross ones that like come out we're like, just answers to which really just like manufactured like let's make money um so i'm glad to see that it was something really really good he just like really took a turn on this album yeah and it was so good so i really like adore you which has a sing which was a single and has a really cute music video and we have to talk about how it's a music video written or it's a song written about a human oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) um but the music video is about an animal yeah like them singing and serenading to an animal so that also came from carly ray jackson you don't have to say you love me Adore you. Yeah, it's about a fish, um, <laughs> but it's cute. I really like it. Yeah. Um, that one is it's just a bop through and through but i also like some of like the the deeper cuts mm-hmm. i like uh cherry yeah which is about camilla Rowe, his ex-girlfriend and it's very it's very taylor swift like um in the in that like it has 
a lot of nods to his ex and yeah, like is yeah. very not even very, nods it's just straight up just a like, voicemail here's a voicemail <laughs> yeah like it's and that's what you know taylor swift does yeah. that a lot which like whatever i liked it um sunflower is really good i'm thinking that's about kendall jenner yeah that's her favorite flower mm. i don't know i'm really i'm really getting into I think, it no i think that makes sense yeah so but i feel like the way he writes about his past relationships is less out of a like I feel like the way Taylor Swift does it is is I don't Taylor stands don't don't at me. I feel no, like it's more malicious it's when more, Taylor Swift does it. But it I think it's, 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 it's a lot two more, different it's two different things. Like Taylor yeah. Swift writes about it to get over it right. and Harry Styles has already gotten over it and just wants to write mm. about it as like this is something this that is happened the, to this me. This is like tying the knot on Yeah. yeah. This is like a okay. memory and Taylor Swift is like I'm very much still going through this. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think it's two different points that they both wrote it. But still I appreciate it and I like it. Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. It's really good. So yeah, no give it a give it a try. You're gonna be like blown away by the first track, probably if you like a little bop. Yeah. So Yeah, the the beginning really gets you well it's it's both the singles, right? It's watermelon sugar. Well, and, the first one is golden, which was not a single oh, at all. It's and golden. that one just like Yeah, that's a threw great me for a loop. That's a great start. Yeah. Yeah. And Fine Line is a very good like thesis statement of the whole album. It's yeah. very nice. It's really good. So yeah, give that a try. Yeah. Do you know what the fine line is? I don't know what the line is, <laughs> um, but maybe, you know, as I listen to it, I'll figure it out because yeah. I really am getting into it. And I'm like, obviously looking up what the voicemail at the end of it means, because it is in French. Right. And I kind of understood a little bit of it. Yeah. She wants I to go heard to the beach. beach. Yeah. And j'adore, <laughs> which like, I didn't need five years of French to know that j'adore <laughs> means I love you anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's my thing. Do you want to do side dishes? Very good. Very good thing. Oh, what? What is it? Side dishes. You want to do what? Side dishes. Side dishes? Yeah. You want to do side dishes? Yes! Okay. Sorry. <laughs> was that too loud? No, that was fine. Okay, great. Um, uh, so... Pow, 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 pow. Side dish pow, 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 pow. time. Side dish. Can I just start off with a kind of an anti-side dish? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. It's not... I, I, I what do saw, you mean anti-side dish? I saw the new Star Wars and it was fine. Oh, okay. That's it. That's I, it? I, I just ha- I wrote a whole bunch of notes here after I saw it, and I just I don't want to talk about them. I okay. just wanted to bring up the fact that I did see the new Star Wars. It was fine. Okay. It, it's over. Yeah. What's your side dish? Moving on. My side dish. Uh, what's your side dish? Uh, why? What's your side dish? Well, I don't know. I don't want to say the same one. You. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's not what I was going to say. Do you want <laughs> me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> it's not... I'm not going to be talking about it. So I have a lot to say Yeah. about it. Yeah. So... Which really, it should You should clarify that you're not talking about me. No, I'm talking about the show You. Yeah. And also Ada. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> so it is a show. It's yeah. a psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, about a seemingly normal person who is actually a serial killer. Yeah. And it's shown through his point of view. Yeah. So this was going to be my main dish uh-huh. because I have a lot to say on it. Yeah. But I didn't want to give it the time of day. <laughs> okay. Because I have a lot of bad things to say about it. It's complicated. It is. Yeah. Because it's technically a really great show. It's good camera work, mm-hmm. good story, mm-hmm. really nice plot. Yeah. It looks nice. It's very fun. It's a really good storyline. Yeah. yeah. It's a Lifetime-esque kind of thing because it, it was, was made for on Lifetime. Lifetime. Right. So it's very much, you get you get hooked yeah. real quick. Yeah. And that's what you want out of a thriller, you right. know? But it's really coming at a bad time, I think. It's really crossing the line of like romanticizing and normalizing serial killers and tendencies and yeah mental health in the worst way i think yes but it also makes you feel bad like it makes you sympathize with joe and then it also is like no you're an idiot he's still shitty 
But like that, it also, that is also that's good. But it, it, but addressing it like that is complicated because yeah. it's not it's like, yes, he's a bad person. He's done terrible things. But like also he is a person that needs help. Yes. But here's the thing. Yeah. So if you follow the official you account on Twitter, <laughs> it's basically one giant meme mm-hmm. it is a very and like i know that that's like the thing now everybody has to have like a social platform yeah. every brand has to have something mm-hmm. that they like and like it's a very niche thing to have like serial killer psychological t- content so like obviously yeah. the direction is like if it's on twitter to make it a meme yeah. but like it's something there's something so gross about it mm. that it's like making it such a light topic and like mm. a fun thing it's like oh <laughs> joe's so hot but he's also a killer like stuff like that mm. i don't know it's just like when you make hot people, you get hot actors to play gross people. Right. <laughs> That's like gross. I I just like why have Ross Lynch play Jeffrey Dahmer? Why have Zac Efron play Ted Bundy? Yeah. Why have Penn ba- Badgley Bag- Badgley Badgley yeah. play you know Joe Goldberg? Like mm. there's it's and I went I did some research so yeah. um it's like. So you is not based on a true story, but it's not far fetched to say that like there are true crime, like, you know, like Ted Bundy tapes Uh and like all that. And like, I'm not innocent because I've watched all of it Mm -hmm. and I really get into it Mm -hmm. and I watch stuff like that. And I watch SVU and I watched a bunch of true crime documentaries and docuseries and like all that. It's just like, there's like a weird influx right now of just like, it's the thing. True the most, crime the, content. The <laughs> most popular podcast is Wine and Crime. Yeah. Which is a true crime podcast. One of, yeah. Which th- like, literally the most popular podcast. Which is just like, let's talk about true crime and really terrible, th- tragic things that have happened, but also drink some wine and like, yeah. make it fun. Well, but like, I'm, I haven't listened to it, full disclosure. I'm sure. I that... listened to a few episodes and it's oh, okay. very much like that. All right. Fair enough. It's like, let's get drunk and kind of make some jokes along the way. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's it's complicated. It's all kind of complicated. And that's but. just how we digest it now. It's just like, right. let's make it light so we can kind of take it in that way. Right. I guess it's like, they are hard topics to learn about and listen to Absolutely. and watch. So like obviously putting like a lighter tone on it makes it more digestible yeah, but like absolutely. we're not talking about the people that died we're talking yeah. about the killers and the serial killers right. and the sick ones like right. we're not talking yeah. about so i don't know i wanted to do a little side side dish because it's really relevant sure. so there are spoilers to oh is this don't the, fuck with cats yeah yeah don't f with cats yeah. it's on netflix it's a docuseries about an online community trying to catch a killer who filmed himself killing kittens, kittens. and then also filmed himself killing a human yeah. so when escalated over a year or two yeah so yeah. when the the series kind of reaches its climax the yeah. two people that did a lot of the investigating online these two just like random, random people, people yeah like just like you and me they weren't police officers yeah they weren't, the one like, lady detectives. works in a casino and the other guy i have no idea what he does yeah so yeah. like they wonder if all of the attention that they paid to him, like trying to catch him and like, cause they were interacting with him online yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. And they were wondering if like, that was kind of what like made him want to do him, it yeah. because this guy was one sick, yeah. two needed help yeah. and three wanted attention. Yeah. So if he's sick and needed help, but didn't get help and got attention, like obviously it's going to just like further and further. So like, yeah, yeah. but at the end of this docuseries, <sighs> they, turn it on the audience she literally 
looks at the camera and is like you are the problem yeah and like you are <laughs> you are to blame for like participating uh participating yeah. in this the spectacle and like i just and that's they like don't the consider. last that's like the last minute is it they're, they're they're talking about how it wrapped up and and then she's talking about like oh you know we really struggle or i really struggle with sometimes like did we enable him did we give him the platform he needed to be able to keep doing this stuff and to, to push him to actually kill a person yeah and then she looks at the camera and says you know maybe we should stop doing this. And then it cuts to black and that's the end of the series. And like, that's the last minute of this like four hour long series. I understand that is a good argument. It's It's good. Yeah. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't make a four hour docuseries about the killer and not the victim. Yeah. And then say, this is all your fault. And they even take, they take the the victim's uh, friend. Yeah. And is like, man, it really stinks that everyone's going to know this dude's name and not my friend, my dead friend's name. And like that was not even any. And, and they, like, they like they say that and then they cut they cut away just to it's just so. Yeah, it, yeah you're right. You can't have your cake and eat it, too. They, they they did the whole documentary. They used his name throughout the entire thing. Mm hmm. And then at the end, they're like, well, stop giving people attention, maybe. Yeah. Like, don't say the name of the killer. Say the name of the victim. Right. And like, I think there's I think there's a way where that works. Yeah. Where you can do that whole documentary and have that be the message. But it's not how they did it. Yeah. I (laughs) guess that is one way that we could do it. But like, I, I don't know. I just don't know how we get away from like wanting that evil, cynical content. Because like... Hmm. I also read uh, another article and there was a quote from a crime author named Ian Rankin. Sure. He said, humans are fascinated by evil. We wonder where it comes from and whether we ourselves could ever carry out such an act. Some readers turn to crime fiction for answers while others prefer true crime. So we really just like, I don't know, I guess because I don't understand why I like it. Yeah. And I guess it's just because I want to understand the killers and like yeah it's why. like a, it's like a morbid curiosity yeah it's so just, like yeah it, but like i think i think it's okay to have the curiosity to try to understand the human mind and like how right killers and people that are sick like how how it just like works mm-hmm. for them but like it crosses a really weird line when we get hot actors to play, yeah. you know, and like, we're just like, oh, Ted Bundy can kill me any day because he's like so hot. Like, yeah. it's just like gross. Like the Twitter, the Twitter world that's around the U series mm. is disgusting. Like I'm finding and it's just like normal on my feed. Like it took me a little bit to understand like, hey, that's like kind of gross. Yeah. Um, And like, I know that it's like a joking matter and it's like okay to make it light because it's not true but like people talk about how hot jeffrey dahmer is all the time like it's just so weird and i just don't understand how we can stop we just have to stop like getting wrapped up in the this the details and the Mm. minute details about like Mm -hmm. these the killers and stuff i don't know i just like i don't know what the answer is yeah because nobody could you can tell i don't know somebody could tell you a very significant small specific detail about ted bundy and his escape from prison like he jumped off the second floor yeah. building or whatever like i know that but i don't know any of the victims names yeah and that sucks yeah and i'm so mad at myself for that no don't be mad at yourself and like i remember even even the um the documentary the yeah, don't f the cats yeah i don't remember the victim's name there was yep. one victim and there was one killer and i remember the killer's name yeah because they said the killer's name 400 times i know the but like name 10 
No, I, I know. know. If I really cared about it, I could have I know. did extra research about the victim and like doing, I don't know. I just like. You can't put that on yourself though. But like part of it is my fault. <laughs> I know it's kind of like the, it's just like a weird, it's a weird thing and I don't know how to fix it. I, don't know. I, I think I un- until society, until societally. We live in a society. <laughs> We really do like live goofy. in a society. Um, <laughs> until we as a society get over that kind of stuff, like all together, I don't think there's a way to individually really make a difference besides like... Not watching it. Not watching it and just like... Or, or talking critically about it like yeah. we are doing. I and I think it's just one of those things that just like it it came in within the last like year, year and a half. And I think it's just going to kind of phase out in the next couple of years. And hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, people. I mean, people have always been interested in serial killers and stuff, so... I don't know. Maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I don't know. I don't know. My side dish. Anyway, it just be like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's your side dish? My side dish. I was really hoping I would be able to pick one. Okay. So uh, the finale of Watchmen happened oh, okay. uh, yeah. and absolutely ruled. It ruled. It's still great. It was still my favorite show of 2019. Really, really great. Uh, that was my side side dish, but my main side dish was going to be marriage story. Ugh. Uh, yeah. And I don't really want to spend too much time talking about it, but Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson on um, Johansson. I don't know. Uh, she's not <laughs> the best. She's not great. Yeah, she's not great. Um, she could play a trans person. She can play a tree. I don't want that. Um, yeah. <laughs> God, we picked bad stuff for yeah. our side dish. Marriage Story on Netflix is a really, really great film. It um, is. Just about this couple who is going through a rough time it's really <laughs> a boring plot but like they yeah, tell it's it in a, such a good mm-hmm. way like it yeah. makes because like you talk you say like the log line is like oh i am not interested in yeah. that whatsoever it sounds <laughs> yeah. like a regular tuesday for me but like <laughs> you know it's really it's really good it yeah, really is it's great it made me cry um yeah yeah so that's really all i want to say about it okay you can watch it you cannot um i think it's or if you don't want to watch it because like Scarlett Johansson's in it, I think that's a good enough reason to not watch it. Yes. Or because Adam Driver is scary. Yeah. Or because Tara's afraid of Adam Driver. Um, but it really got me, got me over my fear of Adam Driver, which is good. Yeah. I can't wait to tell my grandma. Yeah. He, he great, great performance yeah. by him. So that's all I want to say about it. <laughs> all right. Great. So that's your, we side. really that's took whole... a turn. We... <laughs> I know. What a really, sad, really morbid last, last few minutes. There. Um, yeah, no, I think it was good. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to talk about those things. Yeah, absolutely. And also, if you didn't know what happened with Scar- Scarlett Johansson, if you're confused, Scarlett Johansson was under some scrutiny a little bit ago because in an interview, um, she said that she has just as much right as anyone else to play a trans character because she is an actor and she can act. And if she wanted to be a tree, she could play a tree, you know? She said that? I don't know. I don't know where that's coming from, but that was was, part of the story. But like, that's not right (laughs) because we should be giving the opportunities to actual trans people and actual, you know, people that are in those situations and understand it. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you don't have any more right than anyone else to play a trans character, especially if you're a white cis woman. Anyway. On that note. (laughs) So maybe how do you support a thing, but not support it? (laughs) Uh, because like i feel like if we talk about these things people are going to be interested in watching them yeah so like maybe watch it and don't talk about it (laughs) or watch it no i think watch it and about it critically and talk about it critically yeah Yeah. don't don't just mindlessly consume yeah consume responsibly (gasps) please wow please as the whole thesis of this of this show responsibly is to consume responsibly 
Look at us. Don't just don't just mindlessly watch something because it's it's the first thing that pops up yes. on your Netflix. Watch it. Think about it. Talk about it. Yeah. And if you're going to watch you, don't talk about it on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> don't feed into that because yeah. like it's just so gross as it is. Yeah. If you want to go look at the Twitter, maybe go look at it through like a critical lens. Yeah. That's something I like to do. It is. I, yeah. Because we, we had looked through it a lot over the Christmas break and stuff. And we definitely sent each other. Like yeah, I definitely sure. sent you and I, funny I didn't even, things. Well, until we started talking about it now, I didn't even really think about it through that lens. Yeah. So I was concerned. It's very, it's very easy to just get sucked up in it. Yeah. So yeah. take a second, try to understand what media you're consuming yeah. and if it's responsible or not. Yeah. I think especially with bingeable media, yeah. Um, that's even more important because if you can just watch something all at once in one afternoon and then it be done. It's really easy to forget it's about. It's really easy to not think about it hard. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe, you know, if, if, if you've never spent a lot of time thinking about the stuff that you watch or you listen to or whatever, I think maybe try and just break it up into smaller chunks. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, if that's something that you want to do, I don't want to tell you how to <laughs> like live your life. It's especially easy to get swept up in it. If it's in the zeitgeist and mm-hmm. if everyone's like, Oh my God, did you watch you yet? And yeah. it's like, Oh, if it's okay to, for everyone else to watch it, it must be fine. Yeah. You know, same with marriage story and same with like yep. everything else. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And if you want to talk about it and none of your friends want to talk about it, uh, you can tweet us or yeah, you talk can, to us. <laughs> yeah. You can email us at please consume responsive. No, please consume responsibly at gmail.com yeah. or you can find us on Twitter at please consume or you can find us on Instagram at please consume yeah. responsibly. So we would love to talk to you about yes. this. If there's any other kind of show or documentary or podcast or anything that's like along those lines of like talking about bad things in the worst way, yeah. <laughs> uh, let us know because yeah. I want to continue this conversation because it is very interesting yeah 2020 um, we we really getting into it we're woke as hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> feeling woke as uh, hell ladies if you want to follow me on twitter instagram i'm at aj Fuleri. and if you want to follow me on instagram it's at tc crawford on twitter at tara c crawford great because my name is too common hooray if you go um, to tara crawford.com it's a nutritionist <laughs> yeah. i'm so mad at her it's so ugly <laughs> i want to pay her for me to take it because that it's so ugly. Yeah. Go to Tara. Everybody, you know, uh, go to TaraCrawford.com and fucking troll Tara Crawford. No. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Don't troll her. I already have enough. Um, I'm just kidding. I haven't emailed her or anything. Anyway, let's go. Let's yeah, get let's out of get here. Let's get out of here. Let's um, daddle. Thank you so much for listening. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, please. Uh, or you can just tell a friend to listen to us. That is kind of really what would help us the most right now. True. Uh, is to just get more people to listen to us. It's and, important. The yeah. stuff we're talking about is important. And you and your friends should also talk about it. Yeah. Let's get that Especially convo today. started. Yeah. 2020. Anyway. Start the conversation. Or just 2020. Please consume responsibly. In all forms. New year, new P. Please consume responsibly. Yep. All right. No, well, wait, on that new, note. New year, consume. No. New year, responsibly. All right. So it's been great. Bye. See you.